The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com. Today's episode of Bitchless Bride, the podcast, is sponsored by guestboard.co, allowing your guests to share more than just their dance moves. Let's get bitchless. We actually do know what we're talking about. <laughs> I wore that f-ing tiara in t- until like four in the morning. Shut up, Nathan. Oi. Hi, everybody. I'm Deborah Francesco, and you're listening to Bitchless Bride, the podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Nathan Venn. Hello. Yahoo! And producers, Carrie Tabaski and Dave Yes. Yay! This is season two, episode two. Hooray, season two. Yes. Finally. Yay. Yay. I know. I know. I have to say, I was a bit overwhelmed with all the amazing mail that I've received and reviews that we got. So thank you, everyone. Thank you for listening and thank you for sharing. Because we do a lot of sharing here, and we, we can't <laughs> be the only sharers. <laughs> sometimes oversharing. A little too much sometimes. What? Mm, what you, shut up, never. Nathan. Oh, first, <laughs> sorry. First one of the day. Shut up, Nathan. God, that yep. didn't take long. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've already said it about four times off air today, so it's totally fine. Um, but today in the studio, I am so excited, you guys. We have Stephen and Bruce. And Stephen and Bruce are a couple that got married a little while ago, but are here to share their perspective with you. Uh, their perspective on getting married and all the people they pissed off along the way and why and what their life and marriage looks like after the wedding. Uh, Stephen and Bruce are a longtime couple who have overcome societal bullshit restrictions on getting married and faced extreme hurt. Yeah, fuck that noise. (laughs) And and faced extreme hurdles when it came to becoming parents, which I can relate to. Um, I brought them in today because they are a superb example of love conquering all fierce tenacity and frankly they're pretty fucking funny just wait <laughs> right um, so let's get right to it say hello to Stephen and Bruce yay, yay! that's your cue Stephen <laughs> hello hi uh, and there's hi, Bruce, Bruce. yay Bruce here yay I'm so glad you guys are here um just want to talk, typically at the top of the shows, we like to do a little playing, and we like to learn a little bit about the ins and outs of your marriage, but in a funny way. Um, and this is something that I started at the very end, like our season finale of season one, was a theme song. So I, one of my, I have several, like we just said that I could probably have a theme song. Too many. Forever. Hey, you can never have too many <laughs> theme songs. Uh <gasps> Dave, that was like premature, but that is one. <laughs> premature. premature. What? Sorry, I can barely hold it up. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't. I need more coffee for this shit. Um, so as, <laughs> oh, Nathan just finished his last sip. He's like, seriously. But my, my, one of my theme songs, my original theme song was Bittersweet Symphony. Okay, now, dude. Thank you. But we have the sequel. But we have a few sequels. So I'll go first. My other one, this is probably one of my favorite songs. <clears throat> like kind of in the world I'm a huge Moby fan and Nathan you can't see his face he's like rolling his <laughs> eyes why do you not like Moby next, next. what okay no li- I bet you've never heard this song Dave I love jam for the ladies <laughs> listen to this song you're dancing right it's a jam for the it ladies works. it works okay can't you see me walking down the street like owning my fucking shit with this <laughs> and everyone like who's this crazy person song. 
It's a, I work out to the song. I gotta say, do you work out? No, I'm kidding. But like, this gets me going. I, I, you know, I don't have guns like Carrie. Carrie's like got the gun show over here. Damn, it's girl. It's spring. Um, and it's hot in here. It is. It is hot. Lots of hot air. <laughs> hot ladies. Boys. Maybe. No, I'm kidding. I was being funny. It was Maybe. funny. Yeah, it was really Whoa. good. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dave. Uh, I think we have some guests in house. Uh, okay, all right, <laughs> fine. All right, well, okay. So, Stephen, tell me everything. Lean into your microphone and tell me about your theme song. Being a person who thinks song sends message. Oh, it does. And, and I think it does. I recall being on a fellowship in Japan, and Bruce and I were separated <gasps> at the time. Not separated from each other, but separated by distance. Right. And uh, for that period of time, Bruce actually, and I was in Japan. Uh, doing a fellowship. And Bruce uh, lived at the time with my parents, uh, with my dad and his wife. And, oh my God. And which I r- referred to as, because I was in Japan, that he was kind of a Japanese war bride. Well, well I was off <laughs> doing my thing for the family. And at that time, the song Wind Beneath by My Wings by Bette Midler was quite popular. And Bruce told me that whenever he heard it, he thought of me and us. Oh. And I tried not to cry. Oh, oh, do we need tissues? Do we have any tissues? No, but we have holla. Oh, holla. holla. Soak up our tears with the holla. Oh, do you guys need a minute? <laughs> so that's awesome. But I could totally see that. And I, I pictured you coming up. There's like a sunrise behind you walking. There was I a kimono see. involved. <laughs> <laughs> Who's what? I'm kidding. Well, there were no cell phones, so we didn't make a lot of calls. Oh, uh, that's so right. I waited for letters from abroad. No, oh my God, he was a war bride. <laughs> and, and I'm, I'm the broad. Br- <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. Oh, this song. What's was this in Beaches? Yes. Oh my God! Oh, the millennial listeners are like, "What's beaches? What's beaches? <laughs> Go look it up, Fridays. <laughs> it's actually a great movie if you feel like you need a really good cry. But it is. It's a great movie. Or All the right. Notebook. Oh, oh. oh well, that's anyway, a, that's a different kind of cry. Yeah, totally. That's like a hurt so good cry. Yeah. <laughs> Bruce, well, it before Bruce. I go down that path, what is your? Pull the microphone toward you. I love you. I just have to so, be bossy. What's your What's your theme song? Without seeming really sappy, I love Whitney Houston. That's not I will sappy. That's love you. <gasps> oh my God! Oh, and see the bodyguard. This. Do, do you picture her on the stool, like leaning yes. forward, knees oh on my her? God. Then she looks up at that she's moment. Like, I'm wearing white, <laughs> and the, like there's snow behind me. And Kevin Costner's Ugh, gonna the worst actor in the world. <gasps> I'm sorry, he's terrible. Do you picture her saying, Kevin Costner, what's up with the stupid Julius Caesar haircut you got going? <laughs> <laughs> so yes, actually. And it carries her. Oh my God, this song, though. I know what you mean. It's moving. It really gets going. It does. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Everyone's, everyone who's listening to this is turning it up, right? That's what you're doing. You're turning this shit up. Here it comes. The build up. Okay, I'm not going to sing again. Please, thank you. <laughs> Do you have a dirty version of this song? <laughs> I don't. I could probably. Think, I, I think I we probably need to do dirty it. versions of songs. Dirty like, version. Ooh, what's like, your dirty version? Like, yeah, like Sorry. going like for another podcast. Okay. <laughs> hey, Bridie, is right into me and tell me what dirty version of this song we want. Like I in your thighs. In your thighs. If you listen to our season finale, season one, in your thighs. I accidentally sang on the podcast. <laughs> Nathan wasn't here to give me a look that says, yes, oh. stop keep, it. Keep it in. Keep, keep it, it in. Keep it in your pants. Oh. Keep it in your pants. Wait, keep, right. it, keep it simple. I will always love your ass. Your right. ass. There you I, go. Oh, and wow. that I do. I do. Wow. Speaking of asses I love, <laughs> Nathan, theme song. <laughs> I don't have a theme song. <laughs> oh, I know. Nathan. I know. 
Really? I don't. Carrie, what's yours? Oh, oh way to shift it. <laughs> no. you must have a theme song. I don't. What I do really you hear don't. when you're having like an awesome day? Seriously. Oh, there's Q Graham. Oh. <laughs> Hi, Graham. Oh, Graham's yeah. going to be our marketing person. <laughs> <laughs> so what, we just you don't, called you, you out on the podcast. We did. Hi, Graham. Everyone's like, who the fuck is Graham? Um, so. Yeah, no. no. You hear no. no. Like, if you're like, I'm having the best day ever, you don't hear like music? Like, walking on sunshine? No. no. Oh, my, I just pictured you dancing. No. no. I mean, I used to be like a big Adele. Like, I would just bust but out. Does she have happy songs? No, not at all. No. So, like, so you yeah. can't, you, she can't, that can be like, a theme no. song. Hello. Right. Hello, <laughs> hello, Nathan. No. Are you dead inside? Do you have <laughs> I love Adele. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, uh, no. she's not happy. I don't. I mean, maybe she is. Okay, not. you know what? Good. Our goal is to find Nathan a theme song. Okay, All right, start All sending right. him to me. All right, Carrie, you're up. Uh, I would have to say, which one do you have queued up, Dave? Um, I think for the first one, I would say Eminem's "Till I Collapse" because yes. that's the story of my life. Oh my God! And I have the lyrics. I have to say the lyrics. We have to sing. <laughs> we? No, there's no we. This is your song. Girl. No, I'm not going to sing it. But I did do a screenshot of the lyrics. Just right. in case you wanted to sing. Nathan would yeah. love to sing it. Nathan. Nathan, Here. sing it. Sing no, it. No, no. Anyone? Good. Steven? Bruce? It's just the very beginning when he's like talking about. Anyone you know. but Deb. Anyone. No, Go yes. Deb. It can't Go be Deb. me. It can't Go be Deb. me. No, I. No, this... you got it. No, you got this. If you can oh, sing. Oh, shit. I just. I honestly just oh, lost that's it. That's a good. It is a good picture of us, but I lost the lyrics. Because sometimes you just oh, feel okay. tired. I can't sing. Why am I singing again? You got to do it with me. Oh, but that's that's not the beginning. I'm a rip. All right. Anyway, I'm like I'm a rip. No, I'm gonna rip. Yeah. Okay. So what's your other one? Okay. The other one. Yeah. Or should we save it for the next one? All right. Fine. Not, you can't see crazy, me. I'm like crazy jamming. by seal. Yes. yes. Is that because you're Cause crazy? Because you're, you're, yeah, because I'm batshit fucking you're crazy. You're batshit fucking crazy? Because <laughs> we're never going to survive unless we get a little crazy. That's true. That is true. I feel like that could be Nathan's. Nathan, that's our song. Never going to survive till we get a little cray. A little cray. Isn't that a fucking great song? Isn't that a great song? It's a great song. It's a great song. All right. Okay. Let's heat things up a tiny bit. Okay. All right, yeah, I'm done. Um, okay. Wait, I have to apologize to our listeners. I mean, Why? we got three gay dudes in the studio and nobody picked its raining men. What the hell is happening? Nathan, where were you? Yeah, I think it should be your song. <laughs> I, you know what? I'll take that song. There you that's, go. Oh, my God, Dave. Written by Paul Schaefer, by the way. Oh, my God. What? Yeah, didn't that just blow your mind? Yeah, Co- Co-written bit. by the great Paul Schaefer of oh, Letterman shit. fame. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's raining men. Yep. That is amazing. I don't have it queued up, but you let no, me know. No, that's okay. Next we'll time you will. We'll do it for the next one. That's for, okay, Nathan, that's your theme song until we can think of another one. All right, I That's like your it. temporary You're theme song. Did you know that the average guest spends over $700 to attend a wedding? Crazy. Luckily, there's a new tool called Guest Board that is designed specifically for group events like weddings and lets everyone communicate with each other so they can save time and money. Super easy to use. Just invite who you want from your guest list and they immediately have a private space where they can see who else is going, plan carpools, share rental cars, and get a bunch of awesome discounts. They're all going to meet on the dance floor anyway, right? You can create your free event board today at guestboard.co. Um, all right, Steven. That's your punishment. Lean into the microphone and tell me that who on the list of famous people would you have sex with if you received a pass from Bruce? Like, like mine's like Justin Timberlake, Chris Pratt. Like, who? Well, the... 
permission would come from Bruce. Yes, the, the permission pass would come from Tom Brady. Oh, oh. <laughs> shit! I didn't see that comment. <laughs> oh yes. Okay, I can put him on my list. Bruce, lean in the mic. You tell me. Okay, Tom could be your son. <laughs> oh, that's just mean. I love it. <laughs> His very young son. So okay. I'm gonna pick one who's more my age <gasps> and say Ed Harris. Oh, I just pictured him being like a crazy person in Pollock. <laughs> or right? I, or I could or go Crimson with Tide. Yeah. Dennis Quaid. Oh, also. Dennis Quaid is hot. Another... Deb, you got to picture him in Apollo. Pardon me, in Apollo thirteen. Wasn't he chilling Apollo yes. thirteen? Ed yes. Harris. With the best. Oh. They say this could be the biggest yeah. embarrassment for NASA ever. And and Ed Harris says, "With all due respect, sir, I believe this is going to be our finest hour." Yeah, and go I get fuck yourself. Oh it. my god, I love that. I love. Okay, I like that. I like that. So that gives your listeners an idea of how old I am. But we don't care because age it is is relative. It doesn't fucking it, matter. Age is relative. I'm 41. I get asked if I'm younger all the time. Not necessarily because of how I look, but because, because of how I act. Yeah, because like, your nails not, and your hair. Yeah. You were with me when I got my nails done. I said, is that, Nathan's like, oh, do you want to have lunch? Food. I'm like, I'm getting a pedicure. Why don't, <laughs> why don't you come and get one too? So he did, obviously. We talked about the show. We had like a business development meeting. Yeah, I tried to get her to have adult nails. He almost did. I'm halfway. I've got like blue and then two of my fingers have gold. But that's her style. Silver. You don't fuck with style. No. You don't even have a theme song. <laughs> <laughs> so go fuck yourself. So go fuck yourself. Go fuck you hear yourself. that? <laughs> there it is. Now he does. <laughs> Here we go. All right. I know the answer to this because I know Steven and Bruce, but cat or dog? Dog. Dog. You've got the cutest dog in the whole world. Oh, Wine or cocktail? Wine. Red. Cocktail. Cosmo. I knew. I totally knew. So, so Stephen's Thanksgiving, it's, you know, uh, why does that make my mouth water? Do you think I have a problem? Um, Stephen and Bruce's Thanksgiving, he mixes serious drinks. Like, Dave, do you have the shaker noise? Because that's going to be the next thing that makes me drool. But Steven, yeah, we got it right here. And, and if you say if you say Negroni, oh, then holy oh, Negroni. Oh, oh that, that gets me so hot and bothered. I love it. Um, lights on or lights off? <laughs> Four. <laughs> off. Off? Well, I would say except for the ambient glow of an alarm clock, the moonlight, or possibly the hall light when the children walk in. <laughs> oh, that fucking sucks. That is the worst. That is bad. We used the door. To, oh my God, I remember growing up like in my teens, if I was <laughs> hanging out with my boyfriend at the time, um, it used to be... Don't get caught by mom. Oh, and man. now, Olin, Olin, and now it's like, don't get caught by my children. Did you ever you get not... caught by mom? Yes. Actually, yes, having to think quickly, <gasps> we were asked, like, what's going on? And somehow, out of Bruce's mouth comes, we're fixing the TV. <laughs> Which for for the children now in later years, as they've become aware, is a euphemism. And then we referred to our lesbian friends who were visiting and, you know, the idea that the children should knock and show some respect and give them some privacy, even though they were staying in the kids' rooms, to which one of our sons responded, well, they won't be fixing the TV. They'll be fixing the cable box. Oh, my God. Do they understand what the box connotation means? I'm thinking. (laughs) I know which one of your kids said that. That is amazing. (laughs) Oh, oh. 
HBO. sorry. Oh my HBO. god, that took me a second. Yeah. I was like, well, yeah, fixing the TV, fixing yeah. the TV and the cable the, the box. box. The, I, yeah. you know, okay. fixing the box. Oh my god, I'm sorry, but that is like amazing. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> awesome. We're fixing. Oh, <laughs> okay. See, do you see why I brought like awesome people in? Because okay, so outside of our fun and craziness. I do want to talk. Stephen and Bruce have been married since 2004. And I want to talk a little bit about how you met and your wedding and all the shit leading up to it and all that fun stuff. Cause, and also for our listeners, I know the answer to this, but had the law in Massachusetts, had, a, um, had Massachusetts made gay marriage legal yet? So start up, baby. We probably would have gotten married earlier if it had been legal in Massachusetts. Yeah. Everyone might remember that Massachusetts was the first state yes. to allow gay marriage. That was in 2004. Yay. Um, oh, my God, Dave. What the fuck? Anyway, going back <laughs> in, right. in the Wayback Machine to 1986, I was hired at a real estate company, and uh, there was no desk for me, so they put me at a desk of someone who was on vacation. And, and later, I was later that month... I don't think I ever knew that. He came back from vacation and I said, so get the at his fuck desk. off my desk. <laughs> <laughs> or let's fuck on my desk. I don't know. Or that. He smiled and he said, Who are you? And we introduced ourselves. And then uh, I said, Oh, sorry, I'll, I'll get up. And, and he's like, No, 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 stay, stay. Stay for the rest of your life. Oh. <laughs> no, he didn't really say that. I feel like the wind beneath my wings should have come <laughs> on after that, right? Oh. And Steven, so what do you what do you feel when you walk in and you saw Bruce sitting at your desk for the first time? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I was mesmerized. Oh. We but for we real. had a real fondness. <laughs> we it, it should be fairly said we were both with other partners at oh, the time. Oh shit. And and we were actually Friendly and friends for a good six months. Wow, that's respectful. Uh, before we, our other relationships ended. and Before you started and, fixing uh, the TV? Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Actually, it happened on a rooftop, our first kiss, so we were actually adjusting the antenna at that oh point. Oh my God, maybe that's, maybe subconsciously that's why Bruce said, we're fixing the TV. Oh, I love that. All right, so... How long after you met and you had your first kiss did you like move in? Give us the background dates. So actually, um, after that night, um, I mean, we kept our own apartments for a while, but that was you had great apartments in the South End of Boston. I will say that was pretty much it. Yeah. I mean, we were together after that. Feel free um, to get familiar with the microphone. And um, oh, there he is. Oh, there. Hey. Sorry. <laughs> um, when did we actually get? our first apartment together. I guess I gave up my lease and moved into his condo to try to keep it neat. Where, <laughs> where dogs were not allowed. <gasps> and we carried Bruce's Labrador Retriever across the lobby so as not to have his nails dent the foyer oh floor. Uh, but, you know, we were, we, were, we were virtually inseparable after that first night. In fact, the next morning was Easter. Oh. And... Bruce bolts out of bed <laughs> and announces that he has to leave, which wasn't a good sign in my mind. And I, and I asked why. And he said, well, I have to go to church. I'm singing Mozart's Requiem. <laughs> and I thought to myself, okay, this is the one. Oh, my, well, obviously. <laughs> like, how could you not? Oh, my God. Yeah, he was hot and cultured. Hot and cultured. Just sounds just like my husband. <laughs> Kidding. Sorry, babe. Kidding. <laughs> 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 All right. So 
you obviously were together for a long time before you got married. I mean, That's you were right. basically civilly married, if you think about it. That's right. We had um, that apartment together in Boston. Then uh, Stephen went away to... Um, Japan. Gra- gr- no, to, oh. gra- to graduate school, and I went with him to New Haven, and nice. uh, then he w- had the fellowship in Japan. <laughs> uh, we moved back to Boston. Uh, then we moved to Florida <laughs> together, oh. <gasps> to Miami for a couple of years. Um, I picture birdcage when any it, when, mean, uh, when gay men tell me they're going to Florida, I immediately go to Robin William <laughs> in the birdcage. Like I can't. <laughs> Yeah, the, the saga goes on and on. But I, <laughs> but I love it. And then you came back here and you wanted to be married, of course. Like, I know that, like, pretty much immediately after in 2004, when I remember I was working at a hotel, we got the decision and glad um, the Gay and Lesbian Alliance, I'm going to mess up the acronym, but we were working with them. Advocates and Advocate, Defenders. Thank you, Advocates and Defenders. And they wanted to have a party. And the minute that they got it, I literally had six hours to plan a party for 400 people. And you guys came. Boston Weddings Bubbly Brunch is here. Join me, Deborah DeFrancesco, on Sunday, May 5th at Four Seasons Boston for an amazing day of exclusive pampering and wedding planning with Boston Weddings Magazine. This event gives brides and grooms to be an intimate opportunity to dive into their wedding preparation among some of the city's top wedding professionals. Guests will mingle with local wedding experts while enjoying live entertainment, complimentary bubbly and cocktails, a luxurious brunch from Four Seasons Boston, and so much more. Get your tickets now at bostonmagazine.com slash bubblybrunch. That's bostonmagazine.com slash bubblybrunch. See you there. How long after... Massachusetts passed the bill. Did you get married? It was really only a month or so, yeah, and you know we we had a baby. Yeah. Oh so, shit! You know, at, I totally at that point, we were just trying to legitimize ourselves. And, and, <laughs> you know, we we decided on you had a bastard. We decided on Tuesday morning <laughs> to get married that Sunday. Oh my god! So we didn't really stand on, if you will. Ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yes, I love it. But okay, so I know that with every wedding, family dynamics, money, always is some issues that happen in there. So did you piss people off along the way? Well, we decided that um, we were going to have it at our apartment. We we had a large apartment, but not something where you could have a couple hundred people. Sure. So we and it was really quick. It doesn't seem like it was only a three day. Uh, time period, but maybe it was. You had a baby. Um, we we had a baby. Time <laughs> fucks we, up we, everything we, with a baby. We found a justice of the peace to do it. We built a little hoop off uh, for the front of the apartment. This is the guy uh, that sang Mozart in church. Just yeah. <laughs> and, love it. <laughs> and decorated the apartment with some awesome helium balloons over the whole ceiling. It was Aww. it was really beautiful. And then we invited our immediate families, and that ended up being a problem because aunts and uncles were offended and cousins felt sad. And I was not. Yeah. And actually, in I retrospect, they should have been offended. The, the, the truth is, we didn't attach such importance because at some level, we were so too. together. Yeah. It, it was a kind of a, in a sense, utilitarian capstone to a relationship <laughs> that right. was certainly a good couple of decades underway and we had a baby and so forth. So when Bruce says immediate family, we mean siblings, our parents. Yeah. You know, super immediate. Uh, and, and quite frankly, should have included our aunts and uncles and other people who, to this day, you know, are legitimately a bit pissed off. I think they got over it, which just goes to show you, you get your, you know, 
get out of jail free card from those who love you and whom you love, sure. especially when you own up to it. Yeah. And, and you know, we had other family members, you know, do similar things and they've I been forgiven as I about. won't get into it. <laughs> 2004 was a big year for both you of us. You made us look good. <laughs> oh yeah, and everyone fucking forgot about you. <laughs> I do think I do think that the uh, aunts and uncles are waiting for us to renew our vows, however, to this day. Oh my God, that's one of my questions. And we're having only them. <laughs> oh my God, you totally should. Just the cousin and aunts and uncles, and we'll be there. But you know what? Two, you said two things. One's kind of funny. You had the balloons, mm. which are making a giant comeback in 2019 and at the end of 18, too, which is just kind of funny. You're totally ahead of it because. I think balloons are fun and festive and don't have to be thought of as like a bar bat mitzvah or a child's party anymore. And they're making like such a good comeback. So good call there. Yeah. And, but like you said, I eloped and, you know, I've not made that a secret here. And I definitely pissed off a lot of people. Um, and I still, you know, some are still pissed to this day. And, and when you say, Steven said, you know, and they should have been, I, I, I think it takes some perspective. Like you look back and you're like, oh shit. Like we were just, like you said, we were just thinking about this as like, we're going to do it because we can. That's fucking awesome. Easy breezy, done. And you're like, oh. Yeah, the other thing is this. As you rewind, <laughs> it, it's very easy now to view marriage and gay marriage through the lens that we view it through now. Yep. When at the time, they were very different times. Yep. And I won't say that we didn't feel supported but I will say the conversations were different around it. Yep. And, you know, we come from a, I wouldn't say highly conservative, but a, but a reasonably establishment-minded family. Yep. And I think a bit of us, perhaps even in our own minds, either diminished it or didn't associate it with exactly the pageantry that, that you would a, a heterosexual wedding at the time. Not to mention we were, Great point. we were, you know, as, as I mentioned, we had, we had a baby and it was very kind of, all right, and I distinctly recall it was on Tuesday that we gave the go-ahead, and it was kind of like party platters showed up. <laughs> now, we had a very dramatic apartment. And, I remember. And, 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 is that the one with the stairs? And the high It was like 20-foot ceilings yep. and glass walls and, and then, <laughs> very two men, you know, no baby <laughs> no, kind of apartment. Say, two men without the baby. And so that was the part of it that the setting and, and the feeling, of yeah. course, was yeah. great. But but the truth of the matter is we were ordering sandwiches and like, let's do this thing. And so and that, and to wit, Bruce's point regarding the possible renewal of our vows, vows we, we would probably do it in this time. It'll be a destination wedding. Do you need a planner? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, well, I'm a whore. One? Do you know a planner? <laughs> I'm a whore. <laughs> and also not understanding some of the um, uh, feelings that went around the wedding for the mothers, for example, um, some of the women in our lives. I think, without sounding sexist, that being two men, even two gay men, the importance of the wedding had not been in our minds since we were young children True. you know it just it's just not there no, you're so, like yeah we've been together yeah. i love you you love me yay right. now people finally right. fucking recognize that right this is real yeah and i don't want to diminish the fact no. that we were out there marching for our rights of course. you know for Absolutely. the years before that um and uh that, so that was really important but by that by the point of the wedding we were kind of like okay let's just do this and in in you know it's funny within a year or two later um I was planning weddings at a high-end property at the time, and shortly after the, like, I'd say two or three years after, I do think that decision started to resonate with other 
gay couples. And there was such a shift for me because when I started to plan weddings of gay couples, the guest list was amazing. And what I mean by that is those guests wanted to be there. Like every fucking last one of them wanted to be in the room. We're cheering them on. And it was such a different feel because I, you know, I joke around and I've written many articles. I think I even did a video blog about how no one wants to come to your wedding. The truth is everyone whines about not fucking being invited, but you know what? Half the time they don't want to be there anyway because they're like, oh, I got to like get a gift and I got to do all this shit and all that fun stuff. Fine, I get it. But, but all the gay weddings that... I put on, there was, especially a few years after, now it's starting to become the norm, which is Mm -hmm. wonderful. And then you're starting to get those asshole guests again, but no, I'm Mm -hmm. kidding. But at the time, it was amazing because you could literally, and at the risk of sounding super corny, you could feel the love in the room and you could feel the excitement for the couple. Those people who were there were like rooting for them and like, hey, I can't believe this ever wasn't a thing. I think that's one of the reasons why some of the aunts and uncles and other people close in our family felt so bad because they really did support us. They were rooting for you. And no, but that's a very, very good, you know, it's, I'm glad, well, and this is the thing, like, oh my God, the music, I'm dying. (laughs) I'm going to start crying. I will not cry on my podcast. My daughter told me she's never seen me cry the other day. I'm like, (laughs) that's because mommy's usually locked in her bedroom with a (laughs) bottle of I'm going I'm rocking back and forth. <laughs> I'm rocking. I'm rocking. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised. Though. I will know she. There was a few times I did cry, but she was like younger, and I was. I had my shit less together. We'll say, but I've got it better. But anyway, so the other thing, it's funny because I joked around. I literally feel like I could get up and like dance on the table. <laughs> I love my twin. I love when when my twin comes in and says that shit. I love uh, being a whore. <laughs> I always and I wish I was one. I really. Really do. Several yes. different partners. I mean, I'm kidding. Nathan's like, Nathan! It's so awkward with your husband is in the room. My like. husband's here, guys. He's oh, so... Right. Wait, do you think he's not used to me at this point? Like, that he guy... that she loves being a whore. I, I, he actually... It benefits him, usually. <laughs> I just pretend he's someone different every time. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> oh you're, not, you. you're not supposed to tell him He that. knows... I'm kidding. Um, all right, let's. I'm reeling us back in before Thank I get you. before my husband divorces me. <laughs> um, so, as I mentioned, I preach perspective on Bitchless Bride on the blog and the podcast. What's a quote unquote like piece of perspective you can share with our listeners about not just getting married, but like something you realized after? Like, aside from who you should have invited, was there anything out there that maybe you would have done differently? Aside, like, would you maybe had like different sandwiches or what you, <laughs> I'm kidding like you know what I'm saying something along those lines oh there's a luck going back and forth Steven's like Bruce you take this uh, I actually except for the snafu around the invitations I thought the ceremony and the day everything was really nice um, who officiated we had a justice of the peace that okay. just you know we found in the three day period that we needed <laughs> no one you knew yeah <laughs> right um, it happened to be my parents Fiftieth uh, wedding anniversary that day, so they oh, wow. we had a little cake and little statement around that, Aww. which was really nice. Yep, and um, you know the the food was great, the, and the feeling in the room was really nice. It, it wasn't a, a big deal. We just had you know uh, some music on on tape. (laughs) (laughs) That is amazing. You know, I got to say too, neither Bruce nor I are particularly Hallmark husbands in in the sense that Valentine's Day needs to be a certain thing or my birthday or his birthday needs to be. And in that regard, 
I want to say, you know, you can always look back at some of the logistics regarding the wedding. Yeah. But what you really remember are all of the things that it represents about the marriage. Oh. And, and this is Amen. the distinction that I never really get. And this, again, this could be, oh my God. Uh, and, you know, not to be sexist about it. It could be about the way men look at this versus women. And I, but I think it's more about how certain people do versus certain other people. Exactly. And, and we are, are much more and have always been more about any given particular occasion or <laughs> or what have you that one would classically remember, we're always like, okay, great day. What about the other 364? Well, and that, <laughs> but, but that's exactly it. And that's the thing that kind of kills me. I love a great wedding. I love bringing things through to fruition and planning and doing. But at the same time, I also really love a great marriage. Mm -hmm. And that's the shit you got to keep on working at. And that's you right. know, I mean- Every and day. Every day. Because every day is the, the struggle is real. Right. I'm kidding. It, but- I oh, I'm not kidding, Dave. Oh my God, that's the first time I've said Sorry, it. Sorry, Chris. You know what, Chris? I'm not kidding. Sometimes that struggle is fucking real. Did you just say that's the first time you've said it? Did I say it? Did I? Do you want me to play the tape? No. <laughs> do you want? Do you want like a? I'm, I'm counter, learning. Like every time. You're doing fine. It's All right, a great I'm Fucking show. That's what. Thank you. And I'm not fucking kidding around. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'd be interested to find out about your listeners how they feel about their wedding based on how their marriage is going. No. Oh, <laughs> like if they could rate it, yeah. like looking back. Well, that's the thing. It's funny because I realized with some of the, the reviews that came in A Bitchless Bride that people are listening who have recently gotten married and and people are listening who don't have a ring, which I thought was very interesting. They just feel like they're going to. And that's someday. Oh, my God. Those. We we've, so, had, we've had those weddings. We've had we, those. We meet with the couple and we're working with them for months and months and we're like, oh, they're not going to make it past the fuck is They're the, not going to make yeah. it past, you know, 12 months because they're just focused on the wrong things. They're, they're focused not, on the day, not the marriage. Absolutely. And that is... Truck. Oh, we had a window. Oh, I was like, <laughs> Dave's like... <laughs> it's the wind beneath... It's the wind beneath <laughs> Stephen's wings. <laughs> we have windows open in the studio today because there's so much heat being generated by the people. A lot of heat. A lot of heat in here. Okay, so let's go back. Let's pretend that you're renewing your vows. What are we doing? We're going destination, but where? How? What? The further Japan? along in life you go, <gasps> I just did it. The the <laughs> more you're looking back upon what has been. In not only at what's coming. Yeah, that's so, and true. It's, and it's a combination too because everyone wants a horizon in front of them. That's so deep. But what I would say is may we be with one another for a hundred more years or more. Aww. But quite frankly, increasingly as you move forward with a really good and satisfying relationship, you're left with the feeling that what's been has been the win. And and what's so been, I think our, our, someone write that down? our vows probably in, for me would straddle the line between you know, looking back upon everything wonderful we've been through. And by the way, we could have a whole other discussion about all the things that, that are challenges <laughs> and the particular days on which you wouldn't have wanted to ask either one of those us those questions. True. But, you know, we overall, yeah. And then at the same time, looking forward at what kinds of new growth we're, we're going to enjoy together. I love that. That's, uh, that's amazing. And as far as we're... <laughs> as far as where we might have this... All I can say is we have to have in some place large, so lots of relatives. Can come if they want we to. have to make up a little bit for the first time. Maybe Chris and I will do it with you. We've both been married 15 years. Would love that. He would rather kill himself. A hundred percent. He is he looking from yeah, the room, going, no, a little smile. Yeah, he's a smirk. I think that's called a smirk, not a smile. But no, I, <laughs> it's a, it's a, 
that bitch is crazy. <laughs> no, but no, but I understand. And, and, and I love that you guys recognize that it's about the experiences is, that you've already had together and this wonderful future that you already, ha- that you're going to have too. And I think it's really important, like this season on Bitchless by the podcast, we are changing our focus a little bit to talk about all of the issues and all of the shit that surrounds the wedding, not necessarily the wedding itself. We're still going to be funny, I really hope, but we're also going to focus on, we're going to talk to, you'll, you'll see, the guest list coming up is going to get you thinking and thinking about your life and thinking about after your wedding, not just the day of. And we're still going to have like great cake vendors and other fun things too, <laughs> we but we're, we're going, we do love cake. Anyone, we, yeah, <laughs> you bring us cake, we love you, but really we want it to be about like you said, the marriage, not just about the day, you're going to spend a pile of money. You might as well make sure you're getting what you deserve. And some of you, as Nathan mentioned earlier, definitely aren't. Like there's nothing worse than as a planner or any one of your vendors when it's very apparent to us that you don't belong together. (laughs) Right? (laughs) See, that's my evil twin coming back. Right? Erica. I'm kidding. Sorry. (gasps) I didn't even say that. Dave's doing sound bites. I didn't say that. Apparently, I'm I say kidding. that a lot. Stop saying it. I'm not. I'm done. I'm <laughs> kidding. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. All right, Carrie. Do you want to play a little bit? Yeah. Um, okay. We're gonna we're gonna wrap it up soon. But um, so, couple questions. All right. So I'm gonna ask Stephen first what his thought is for Bruce. So if you received <laughs> a call at work from a lawyer, take one guess as to why your spouse is in jail (laughs) because he was speeding (laughs) and didn't have his license with him when pulled over is that true is that true that never happened, but that's a great one. <laughs> that absolutely happened. Like, like, like oh, shit. Think back. Weston, 1987. Oh! oh! Okay, you're right. You're right. I, I blocked it out of my mind. Oh, my God. That okay. is amazing. Okay, your turn, Bruce. Same, Same question. question. If you, yes. If you, one guess as to why your spouse would be in jail. Oh. My, minor or major. Minor infraction. Thing. Infraction. 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 What? What? He had something illegal in his carry-on going through security. (gasps) (laughs) Okay, so like, are we talking? I don't know. That is legal in 11 states. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for clarifying. Was it it vibrating? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's charged. Oh my, it's charged. They're like, what's charged? Oh my God. Wait, that's a hypervolt. That's a whole other. A hypervolt. Yeah, we'll tell you about that. Okay, do you want another question? Yeah, do it. Okay, Uh, I didn't enlarge the font on that one. Okay, Um, if you received a call from the hospital as to like a minor thing, your your husband's fine, but what happened and to get him there at the hospital? (laughs) He's thinking. I think there was some minor accident while he was doing yard work. Oh. <laughs> like he yard stabbed work. himself in the thumb. The yard work stitches. incident oh, of 2019. Oh, oh. <laughs> Oi, all right. Your okay. turn, Brucey. Okay. Yeah, pull that uh, He dropped the phone in the street and, <laughs> <laughs> and went to somebody backed it. into him. <laughs> went to go pick it up. <laughs> That's oh, my God. I just took a bite out of this microphone. I was okay. like laughing so hard. Should we do one more? One more? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Bruce, I'm going to ask you first. Um, 
if uh, Stephen could teach anything, anything, oh. anywhere, what would it be? That is an amazing question. If, I he, if he could teach anything, he would teach his incredible real estate skills to all the people that would oh. learn so much from him. Stephen awesome. Keller Williams, and he's on the Stephen Cohen team. Geography. Bruce would teach geography. Oh. And having no sense of direction, I mean really none. <laughs> It, which is really, it, it's a real awkward admission for, an, for a real I was going to say, Stephen, do you know what you do? You know, we can <laughs> land on another side of the planet, and he's taken back roads like he's lived there his whole life. That is so amazing. He, he would I teach cartography, that. geography, and if not that, possibly meteorology. He's oh. gifted in multiple ways. That, oh, oh that's Like fixing great. the TV. <laughs> Reception's perfect. Oh, that song plays in every podcast. This song plays in every podcast. Oh my God, you guys. I had one more. I had one more thing I wanted to talk about, but we are running out of time, unfortunately. Um, so, in closing, thank you guys so much for coming in and playing with us. This has been a lot of fun. This has been so much fun. We might have to have you back when we talk about your destination wedding. All right. Oh, I mean, bow renewal with a two thousand people. Um, but listen, thank you so much for listening to Bitchless Bride the podcast. Please remember to share with your friends. The podcast, Friday. The podcast. Share with your friends. Uh, also, don't forget to rate and review. We've gotten awesome reviews lately, so thank you, thank you, thank you. And we love mail, so please keep it up. Hello at bitchlessbride.com. Thank you. Adios. No, he didn't. I need more coffee for this shit. 